Welcome to No Wall Scroll. I am Trevor Strunk. I'm here as always with Pez. Hello, Pez. Hey, hello, Strunk Trevor. Hello, hello. Um, and uh, for the last time for now, uh, I, I imagine he'll be back sooner sooner than you think. Uh, it's 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 Mr. Alex Deegan. Uh, Deegan, how how are things? How are you? Good. I'm I'm feeling kind of low key. It's post Memorial Day uh, decompressing. You know, I was thinking about it. I forgot to mention this to you. Deegan uh, pressing. Thank you. Anyway, you were in, you were in the the ta- you were in a town uh, around Philadelphia that um, I forgot to mention. I, I think it's uh, where you were because um, there's a uh, no, it's not that town. It's one of the towns near Pennsylvania. I'm gonna. Oh, it's a is it Bryn Athen? You were pretty close to Bryn Athen. Um, which is also um, is that like the one home of, of the, s- the crazy spellings like Bala Kinwood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Welsh, but uh, it's um, it's uh, it's an affluent home rule municipality, and also the home of Swedenborgianism. Oh. So you could have you could have gone to a Swedenborgian <laughs> church while you were visiting Pennsylvania, my friend. Damn, next time. Yeah, no, next time. It's, <laughs> you know, it's always a trip to to hang out with the mainline. Uh, white people and go to a Swedenborgian church. Does it, does it, huh? Does it still exist? Um, I think it's like the only place it does. Uh, it's the site. Yeah. It's the site of the general church affiliated Academy of the new church. Um, Bernathan college and the Swedenborg library whose writings can, can constitute the doctrine of the new church. So they actually have like the Swedenborgian divinity school. So like you could, you could really go all in on this uh, extremely strange religion. Um, next time, next time I'm in Philadelphia, I will. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Well, how, how how are you both doing? Is everything is everything well in your lives? Is 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 all is all good and 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 just? Yeah, uh, yeah. For the most part, I fucked up the back of my foot um, oh. breaking in new new sneakers, but other than that, yeah. you know, everything everything's fine. I gave myself a giant uh, fly on my monitor. Oh, oh no! I gave myself plantar fasciitis one time by uh, wearing my boots constantly in, in uh, Chicago winter. So awesome! I hear you. It, it you can you can really fuck up by wearing uh, the wrong shoes for a long period of time. Yeah. Um. Well, no matter any of our own personal truth, regrets, and forms. Um. We're here again to talk about Mononoke, and uh, it, it is it is your wrong, uh, Trevor. We're here to talk about how Wild Arms and Shadow Hearts are launched. The creators of those games launched a dual game Kickstarter <laughs> that actually succeed. I don't the Kickstarter games long since have they been any relevant? It was just very funny to see. Hey, we're the guys that created Shadow Hearts and Wild Arms. We're launching a Kickstarter for two games at once. This is ter- a terrible idea, right? And then it actually hit its thing, so I can't wait to see how bad those games are. I was about to say, do they look good? I mean, those screenshots sure look like concept art. Um, but I'm the I'm 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 going to eat that garbage no matter what. I mean, so, Wild Arms is one of those games that, like, I don't know. It feels it feels permanently fresh because it was so weird. And um, I mean, honestly, the same with Shadow Hearts in a lot of ways. Although I play yeah. Shadow Hearts a lot more. I never, um, I never, I never played a single one of the Wild Arms games ever. Uh, I, Deegan, I let me. Entirely. They're well, like Deegan. Let me tell you about. They're like steampunk cowboy anime or something. 
Yeah, there is, um, there's at least, I think there's five of them. Oh. I stop. I stopped. Five there's, wild arms? Really? Okay, there, yeah, okay, there's five mainline plus uh, XF, which is a PSP game. Awesome. Cool. Plus mobile, yeah, no, but um, I've not, I've only played two of the wild arms again. Had fun anyway, but. Wow. Um, all right. I've, I've I've not had a lot of time to check. The, that's my way of telling you. I've not had a lot of time to check the news the past week. There's that. There's uh, hey, Uma Musume is getting a stage play, which is just the general sign. Like, yep, this thing has made enough money. Time to make a stage play. And uh, they're making a new Rosa Versailles movie because it's been yeah, 50 years cool. since it came out. I just um, saw. I just saw that. Yeah, there. But there's no other details. It's like, hey, come back September 17th. Uh, we'll have. Uh, character designs and maybe anything else to tell you about this but that's cool um yeah 50 years of rosa versailles baby let's go <laughs> you like know there's, there's a french rosa versailles movie that's live action right you know that i've not is it yeah. is it good uh no but it looks cool <laughs> that's, i mean that's that's all you can ask for is really it, is it good uh, i mean it's weird that uh hold on let me look up when it's from, I think it's from the seventies. Uh, th- oh, it, no, it's from nineteen ninety. Lady Oscar, oh, seventy nine. Lady Oscar, awesome. That rules. And uh, hold on one second. Hey, Trevor, what's up? <laughs> Not a lot. I'm just listening. <laughs> we gotta to kill you, some time uh, here for Deegan, real quick. Yeah, no. Let's let's let's. Uh, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's Jacques Demy, first of all. Which okay. Is to- yeah. Totally fucking insane. And, uh, yeah. What is Rose of Versailles? Rose of Versailles is a romance comic from the 1970s, a Japanese romance comic about... uh, It's kind of about... There's a character named Lady Oscar who is uh, sort of like a cross-dresser who is a woman who plays a knight. And uh, it's a Ikeda Ryoko comic. It's fucking yeah. rules. It's Take really place good. during the the French Revolution. It's actually like right before the French Revolution. Well, There's yeah, like yes, a postscript yes. that's kind of like then they got killed. <laughs> at yeah, the Bastille. Yeah, that's, awesome. that's that's rough. And the weirdest thing about it is Ikeda wrote it at a time of of deep rebirth of communist. Politics in Japan, probably, I guess, in the late sixties. So a lot of that seeps into the. I plot. mean, it's fifty. It's the fiftieth anniversary, so I believe in our ability to to count back fifty years. Oh yeah, I so don't. It was the early seventies then. <laughs> I believe in our ability, but I don't believe in our audience's ability. So that's, thank you. That's Deacon. true. That's and true. Because it's it's a it's a beautiful cross dressing night man woman. It's been a thing that like Takarazuka and whatnot has done for like 50 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the art is amazing and beautiful. And, you know, that kind of cool. 70s shoujo manga with just roses exploding everywhere and feathers in the air and stuff like that. Naturally. Yeah. And uh, I love it. It's a great comic. <laughs> in yeah. fact, a character in a recent chapter of the comic I drew is totally has a, as a character design fully based on Lady Oscar. Here There's someone who plays like a hero in a stage play, and the character design is literally when she puts on the wig, she just looks like yeah. Lady Oscar. 
fans of Alex Deegan's work, be on the lookout for this subtle homage. <laughs> it's um, so unsubtle, but I figured like most people I know were like, I don't know what that is. So I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> right, speaking of uh, Takara Azuka, Deegan, you did uh, reveal to me that they're fucking doing Takara um Once Upon a Time in America, which <laughs> looks what? awesome. So Sergio's crime drama from the 1970s is having a all female review perform it i think on yes. september 11th and <laughs> it being japan trying to get our hands on it or get a stream of it might be fucking impossible yeah but i, I definitely to. want to see it because it's also a musical yep so i have no idea what the hell is going to go on with it that sounds I, wild i got yeah i gotta get <laughs> I gotta figure this out, man. I gotta, I gotta learn. I gotta to increase my uh, Japanese skills by about uh, tenfold in the next five days. But also, um, <laughs> I mean, God knows if uh, if I know anything, it's that that little uh, Duolingo bird will yell at you about it. So that, that, oh, that you know that that is very true. But um, I mean, listen, if the if the guy that subtitled all the soccer awards stage performances uh, can subtitle those, I, I want to believe he'll subtitle this someday. But, um, yeah, that, I mean, it's just one of those things when I saw the ad for it, I was like, I can't even begin to. It's yeah, like a glam ver- Takarizuka version of Once Upon a Time in America. That's a musical. Listen, it's it, to me, this sounds really Italian. So it works out in the end. <laughs> there in my you go. Opinion. Yeah, it's funny because like it, a lot of the stuff you're talking about, particularly like the the, the stage play stuff reminds me of um going to see the 2666 play oh um, god wait what hold on yeah i never told you about this no no oh yeah no so so uh so this guy won the lottery <laughs> um and and basically put on a 2666 play it was uh how long was it five and a half hours long awesome not long um, enough no it was <laughs> Kristen, Kristen, uh, like 12 hours. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was very long though. And Kristen, Kristen, uh, kindly went to it with me. Um, but, uh, but like she, uh, I, I think like it was, it was, it was a lot. Um, but she, um, she made it through. It was wild. They like, there was a lot of like, um, a lot of mixed media, like in, in the part about fate, there was like a video section, um, in the part about the crimes, there was just a naked woman lying still at the back of the stage the entire time. Um, it was wild, man. That's one of those pieces of work that I can't imagine as an adaptation. If they made that like a TV show, it would have to go on for like a decade. Yeah, no, it's it's why I had to go see it because like I I love the book and it was like okay, there's like this this obviously won't like the, the point isn't it living up to the book and the point oh, of yeah. this is like. How do you do this? Like, what? What yeah. is this? No, well, I mean, as an adaptation, just to see how the hell they'd adapt it is a yeah. yeah. It was a treat. Um, I wish people did more stuff like that. Although it it requires like some very eccentric person winning the lottery and being like, well, what I want to do with my riches is uh, is tell the story. Uh, <laughs> Roberto Bolaño really wanted to tell. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a great series of books, but goddamn, I mean, uh, I guess it is one book, but. I had it in three books. So I love I love oh, his reasoning for making it. it three books where he's just like, I'm my family uh needs to have more money. Uh so please <laughs> split my book up into even more pieces if you'd like. So thank you. Thank you, yes, sir. He's right. Uh 
Uh, I, as speaking of funny things to do with money, though, I guess one last thing that I had, I was just reminded of uh, two two like uh, senior officials at uh, Katakawa, you know, monolithic publishing entity, got arrested for doing Olympic bribery. Uh, oh no! For, you know the Japanese Olympic, which like, hey man, are you <laughs> telling me the Olympics? They're like just the the fools who got. No, exactly. I mean, like, like everything around the Olympics is just people like shaking out fucking trench yeah, coats. Full I, yeah, of yeah. From bid milk. to you know every till conclusion, it's all bribe and money laundering, and you were the fucking idiots that. Uh, and it's like not even a does like under a million dollars U.S. Oh, total, oh, even, which is like man, man all fucked up, real bad, real. That's bad. a real. That's a real. Uh, I, I can't believe gambling is going on in this establishment moment. Yeah. So. God, it was so funny because, you know, last time I was in Japan was in 2018. And the general tenor of everyone I knew was like, the fuck, why the fuck are they doing the, nobody wants the Olympics. Fuck the Olympics. So like, the, and it was like every neighborhood would be like, yeah, they fucked up Shinjuku for the Olympics. What the fuck? But it was also funny it being Japan. I kept having conversations with people who were like, you know, where foreigners become a monolithic entity. It was like. You guys love the Olympics so much that you foisted it on us, huh? And I was like, what are you talking about? I didn't make the Olympics. They're, your own leader sold you out, man. Like, like what are you done? Just this kind of thing. Like, you guys love the Olympics and made us do the Olympics kind of thing. It was just like, yeah, no, trust me. I hate the Olympics, too. <laughs> well, see, what rules about the Olympics is that the Winter Olympics is such, like, an unpopular thing. They have to, like, bundle it with those, like, listen, if you want the Summer Olympics, you got to take, you got to take the winter as well, which is just, like, hey, you want to light even more of your city's money on fire to, like, get the winterization going. Um, it's really, really cool to me. It's so wild. Like, I don't understand why anyone bids for it at this point. Like, it barely, I guess, it, I guess it's money laundering and, like, uh, yeah, getting, like getting stuff for your friends and stuff. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, somebody living in Eric Adams' New York, where bribery is no longer, uh, is just legal, but highly encouraged. It's As all you said that, that I maybe. don't know this for a fact, but has, has Adams been a... Uh, levying for the olympics to come to new york because i could see him being that uh, guy I of don't, who that's I, his main thing i don't th i don't think there's any well because like la is getting it recently and the u.s is getting oh, yeah, a, yeah. A, a very soon world cup so I, I think i don't think any americans are trying to get those those big venues but yeah deegan you ready to go see a world cup game at yankee stadium in like <laughs> well i guess four years now i guess are well, the is going to be playing uh i oh man i bet that they'll they'll have them be in the yeah whatever yeah i bet they'll have them play in new york you I'll could talk that, to, but you if could it's talk a boring about like white person country like germany or something i'm out oh fair enough i mean you could also I mean, talk are, about they, if, how like jeter would have done playing soccer i feel like oh <laughs> uh, jeter oh man he would have been a fantastic uh defensive midfielder you know fucking like you can't you can't even imagine the amount of hustle um he would have brought he's a real hard man um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, before before we before we talk about sports or Arknights, let's get to. Um, oh, well, the only other thing I can say about, I guess, this podcast related is because of Andrew. I started watching Boogie Pop Phantom. Which yeah. Is yes. Started rewatching or watching? Rewatching. Re this is probably okay. the third time I'm watching it. Yeah, it's shit's so great, right? Because for a split second, I was like, oh, I should pitch that to them. And it's like. We're talking about Mononoke, which is already really difficult to talk about because so much of it is visual. Talking about Boogie Pop Phantom would just be like, 
Uh, then there's a lot of really slow burn, repetitive scenes that build to a thing that doesn't make sense <laughs> until like three episodes from now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Trevor, have you seen that? I have not seen Boogie Pop Phantom. Well, it, uh, that, it's also a thing of it feels kind of uh, for me, at least it feels kind of impossible to talk about Boogie Pop until uh, someone ha- else has like finished all of it. Because I'm like, all right. So four episodes ago, you might remember that that episode does take place um after this one so yeah yeah they're not joking like literally there are things that you see and then maybe three hours later you'll be like oh (laughs) yeah it is it is an asynchronous experience it's just great it has all these it has this like yeah so cool the narrative is just cut up into individual viewpoints so much so that most of them don't make any all, sense. All, until also, it has to be a thing of like, Trevor, you actually do need to read the five light novels leading up to this we show because the show I, takes place in the middle of the continuity. I, I think those light novels are actually pretty cool. I, I never uh, read them. I like the uh, fact that, that you, should, you the, should. The show kind of, yeah, maybe I will. I like the yeah. fact that the show just kind of like, it's just like, yeah, there's all this complicated backstory, but it's not really that important. It's no, kind of like important. That, yeah, <laughs> like that it's in the middle of its own continuity, which in Boogie Pop is already its own fucking thing, is great. It's a great program. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm about six episodes into that. Oh, okay, nice, nice. The halfway, the halfway point. We love we love encouraging people to to revisit old good stuff. I did I would, hear from another thing that Perfect Blue is on Shutter. So if you're looking to watch Perfect Blue for some reason, I've done. Uh, yeah, and I'm and like, until now, haven't figured out how to how to do that. Yeah, no, I just like yeah for anyone who What's, is they, uh, who is relying on Shutter to watch things. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't believe in supporting Shutter personally, but um, I mean, do, I, I do don't, they use their own subs or is, would they just use the Blu-ray subs? I don't. I don't I'm I not sure. I I think I signed up for Shutter for uh, like a free promotional thing to watch the Mad God, and then ended my <laughs> ended my. Uh, there we go. Subscription right away. So I I've never done it. Wrong. Uh, so I'm not I'm not sure about anything about Shutter except that I saw someone say Perfect Blue was on there and I thought there we I should mention that on the podcast. But um, yeah, if you ever feel like it, we should do. <laughs> hey, listen, we should, we should do one episode that is all of uh, <laughs> all, all of Boogie, Boogie Pop. Pop. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna be busy the next uh, like the next week and a half. So yeah, if you guys want to have that be the Trevor the Trevor side oh my project, God. No, that's I'm the not uh, do that there's the there's the 2666 as a play of. Uh, of our of our, of our podcast, podcast at this yeah. point, yeah, that's right. But I, I just um, want to say to listeners, if they haven't watched it, they should watch it. It's 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 so cool. It's a it's a horror show, but the horror exists as sort of like just mounting dread, tension, and mm. alienation in a way that is cool. unlike most other things, and is great. It's great. also. The music, the music holds up. Oh, the music well, and the sound design is, is amazing. Yeah. The writing. Every, every is, time I come back to it, it's like, oh, I, will the music be as good as I remember? It's like, no, yeah, fuck yeah, it is. Holy shit. Awesome. <laughs> Incredible. Also, Thank the, you. The, the way it looks kind of doesn't look like anything else. It's it's this yeah. weird, saturated, kind of orange, orangey, pale, and green, but not really. It's mostly grays, and it has a kind of bloom like you're watching it on like a kind of dying CRT. Like yeah, oh, not cool. since the Dazaki Air movie. I guess this actually would have been before the Air movie. I think have there been such a good use of bloom in anime? So, but I haven't. I haven't gotten to the uh, the part where you see an amulet that looks kind of like a penis yet. Yeah, that <laughs> that's that's just great. I was telling Andrew that 
like, uh, God, like a decade ago, I was dating a girl who was obsessed with horror movies, but also like kind of flipped out every second of watching them. <laughs> so like, and that was how she enjoyed watching horror movies. But when we were watching <laughs> Boogie Pop, nothing really scary happens other than mounting like <laughs> mounting dreads. So, so that must have been horrible for her to she'd watch. She'd start doing like the horror reaction and be like, oh, actually, I'm not really like, uh, I don't know. Like when we first moved in together, we watched like 28 days later and like <laughs> she was just like standing in the doorway, like not wouldn't even come to the room. And I was like, do you want me to turn this off? Like you wanted to see this. She's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm into this. But uh, God, that's funny. So when we were watching watching Boogie Pop, she was like, uh, is this scary? What's going on here? And then there was a scene where, you know, she was Japanese. We we're speaking Japanese. So whenever anything scary would start happening, she just start going like, nani, 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 like, like that over just repeating. But normally that would be in a horror movie, like when the killer showed up or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she'd start doing that and stop doing that during Boogie Pop because shit would get kind of scary and then stop being scary. Really and there was one one scene where where uh, a character hands an amulet to another character that's supposed to be of the Pied Piper, but it's kind of phallic. So she started just going like, and then she was like, that looks kind of like a dick, right? So she stopped being scared to remark on the fact that it was phallic that just like killed it for me. I was just laughing so hard. I was like punching the floor. So good. Uh, Speaking of a horror series that would never include any sort of phallic or sex imagery, the Bucky Neko arc, baby. Let's, uh, um, 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 while while y'all collect your thoughts real quick, uh, Maria, the male journalist, is played by uh, I.G. Takamoto. Uh, Deegan, you of course know him as King Nose Hair and Bobo. I've really enjoyed how often I've been able to reference uh, these guys' Bobo roles. It's amazing. Um, yeah, Bobo is yeah. like is, is all over this. I, I mean, listen, as it should, Bobo is really the genesis of modern comedy across the world, if you think about it. Uh, Tsukushima uh, and Golden Kamui, uh, Fushimi and Kyosugiga, Trevor, that is the assistant Ooh. to the funny science lady. Okay. Um, yeah, I like a, I like uh, I like that yeah. that person. A later Captain Harlock, uh, Renji and Prince of Tennis, and then like so many One Piece characters, my eyes kind of glazed over, but a lot of them. And most importantly, uh, Miles Edgeworth in the Ace Attorney series, Rock Howard and Ramon from King of Fighters. Oh, uh, absolutely! So, Let's awesome. go. So uh, and to keep up the fighting game role, uh, the woman who plays Ichikawa, the you know lady journalist, is Fumiko Orikasa, uh, Riza Hawkeye from Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Yagyu and Gintama, uh, Sasuke and Kuroko's basketball, uh, the Knicks are back, baby, uh, Sayori and <laughs> Saint Seiya, Saris in the original Helsing, uh, Hikari Hibane Renmei. Uh, rookie on something called Bleach, and then Chun Li, baby, uh, oh, and Lady in the Devil May Cry games. Trevor is that an oh, important yeah. character? And uh, for me, uh, Fiametta and Ark Knights, baby, so cool. She's gonna oh. be real very soon. Um, but I'm I'm excited. And, that's cool. Uh, that uh, that's that's interesting that she voices Lady. Who I gotta say, because she's called Lady, is one of my least favorite characters in video games. But, is it, is, it be, is it because women scare you? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just like Moria. Actually, I I find women useless and terrifying at the same time. Uh, that's that's uh, yeah. That's that's your. Aren't uh, aren't all the voice actors mostly the same ones in the other Bakken Echo one? Am I wrong? Well, about yeah, that? like, um, what's her name? 
uh, oh god, this is not a great start if I'm already forgetting, but uh, Yukana voices the same character that she did in the in the fucking boat arc. Um, should we should we talk about the first buck in Echo? Not not that I watched it, but like where it came from and what the deal is there. Uh, I mean, D, I'm uh, Trevor. I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't remember the hard details super well. No, no, so I just I just yeah. meant the fact that there's two. So like yeah, the first I, one is yeah. in that. The first the first buck in Echo is is all of the same art directors and director as this whole Monoroke series, but it was at it was the last arc of Ayakashi, which was kind of a horror anthology show. And it, yeah. This the Bakeneko arc felt more like Mononoke and had this bizarre style and introduced all of these characters. And also I think Kayo, who is Chio in this one, is exactly the same. And mm-hmm. so are all of the male and female characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, is, uh, it is the, the it, it takes place tour. at a house where a woman is being sent away to get married, and like it takes place in I don't know, probably seventeenth century Japan. And before she can be sent out to marry, a everybody inside the house is kept in place by by an evil force, which is the Bake Neko, based on uh, all the stuff going on with the family, all of the psychic turmoil and the medicine seller has to, has to exercise it. And so this Bakken Echo arc that we're going to talk about is kind of vaguely related, just that it's almost as if the same actors from the first one are the actors in this one, the it, character designs are all exactly the same. Yeah. And like the, uh, having a lot of similar studies, it definitely adds to that feeling that there's been the whole time, especially with like the scene transition stuff, but like you are kind of watching a performance and Hey, it is the same actors doing, you know, different things. Yeah. But, yeah. Except uh, this one takes place in the 1920s and the other one took place in like the 17th century. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought this also, was the, it was cool that this was a uh, like there was a version or like a, a nod here to the uh, to like the strangers on a train or Orient Express. Oh, um, it absolutely is. It's the same yeah. exact setup that it's a bunch of strangers on a train, literally. Who all, but like who all like it, it, just like an Orient Express. Sorry, spoilers for Orient Express. If you haven't yeah. watched the classic Poirot show or read the story or I don't know, listen to the audio. But I don't, there's a million ways you can understand this, but you don't want to hear the. That's enough uh, of a of a warning. Everyone on the train has done it. Uh, it is everyone. Everyone did it. Um, would you would you say that society <laughs> is the truest monster, Trevor? That's what Poirot would say. Um, I'd say those people on the train are the truest monsters. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to pussyfoot. It's these people. <laughs> yeah, they, um, they all kind of like gagged up to kill a guy. A little little messed up. Um, but no, I, yeah, I uh, I liked how I liked how it really was like it like much like an Orient Express. Um, it, it just like it is kind of everyone has everyone has some hand in in what has happened. Um, unlike it, though, we sort of we do get more of a directed ending, which is, um, you know, true of true of Mononoke. Um, it's more more ambiguous, but also like very much a. Uh, oh, well, we'll get there. Well, yeah. And also, I, I, I don't think all of them did it. I mean, no. Well, no, they didn't but, all do it. That's you, kind of what I mean. Like, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think it takes, at first, it seems like it's going to take the moralistic thing of, like, all of you killed this woman. But instead, it, you kind of see more of their inner turmoil and also how they lie to themselves. 
Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, like everyone's involved in some way, but ultimately like the show comes down to saying like, yeah, but the main thing is like there was actually someone who did a bad thing and killed someone. And yeah, that, yeah. that's like, yeah, which is interesting. Like it, it's it's kind of the opposite moral problem of, of Poirot, which is like, what do you do when um, everyone agrees that a sin is necessary? And then this is like, what do you do when like there's a sin and everyone is complicit for reasons that they can't control? Um, and then I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. Um, but, uh, maybe we should, maybe we should jump right in and, and, and talk about, talk about this, uh, this episode, well, this arc, three episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I my mean, favorite my, thing my, about this Wait, episode, wait, wait. Do you have more, uh, do you have more, wait, do you no, have more? No, no, no. I was, I was going to go into a, a point, but Deegan, you lead us off as well, our, I was as just going to say, I love the aesthetic, the, the way it looks yeah. is really Beautiful. amazing. And in the past few arcs whenever there are people like a crowd scene in the background there's usually some kind of aesthetic image that they are it's like sometimes they're silhouettes sometimes they're shadows you know in the first arc they were just umbrellas or then they were silhouettes with umbrellas or flowers in them the way that everybody who's not a major character in this looks is that they're a mannequin, mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally mm-hmm. uh, like a, like a store mannequin, mostly undressed, but then occasionally just with a, maybe we'll have a hat or a shirt on yeah, a and very, even, Hey, 1920s, you know, <laughs> and yeah. there, there's super 1920s. And then when, when sometimes there'll be one of the characters will address a mannequin and then that mannequin will just turn into one of the other characters, which happens in the beginning. And yep. Yeah, I really like and, I really like how it is like they're mannequins until they're necessary, you know. Yeah. And, and then in the third so, episode yeah. or, sorry, Dean, go ahead. No, go go ahead. Uh, and then in the third episode when uh, like Maria's realizing what's happening, they all start getting the cat heads in that one scene is really striking. Yeah, and also it's funny cuz the way that they draw cats in this one in some oh, scenes, it's almost like the cats are like like image smeared, like of a photo of a cat taken too quick. Yeah, yeah, lots like of they're, they're kind of warped. It's it's the cats really are terrifying in this arc. Like yeah. it 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 almost feels like oh what it's going to be some ghost cat. This is going to be like silly because you get like you initially see the cat like looking really cute, and you're like okay, like is it going to be a jokey thing? And like the cats are terrifying, <laughs> absolutely like nightmare stuff. Um, I, I loved it. Like they, it really was like a, uh, maybe the scariest episode, uh, arc of this, like, which isn't to say like it was horrifying or anything. You certainly could watch it, uh, regardless of your, of your sort of penchant for, for being scared. But, um, it's, it's also yeah. funny because all of the episodes kind of take place in almost a closed room situation. Maybe if mm-hmm. not literally lots of times, it's just like, it's a boat or it's a room, but this yeah. one, this one is even crazier because it's literally they they make it more of a very enclosed space because it takes place inside a train. Well, we sh- maybe we should just set it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, in this in this episode, um, the uh, the we start basically with a bunch of people getting on a train um, We're 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 introduced to this uh, this new train that is in uh, the middle of this Japanese city. It is a subway. Um Although, actually, excuse me, let me go back one second. The actual beginning is yeah. uh, a, a shot of a train line, a different train line, uh, and uh, we watch, and some a woman falls off a bridge onto the tracks. Uh, she looks like she's dead. Um, we hear, I will never forgive you, 
she's not dead. And a cat walks up to her, a train runs over her, and then we are thrust into the world of, uh, you know, where we kind of have to wonder where the Mononoke is, who the Mononoke is. Um, and that starts with people getting on a train. It's it's the a person who is his voiced by the same the same person as the uh, boat arc uh, woman who was there for the the Bakaneko. Oh yeah, um, except her yeah, name Kai. is Chio now instead of Kayo. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and uh, pretty pretty interesting. Um, but she's there. She's wondering how to get on the train. There's a kid going on the train who wants to sit with the mayor. There's this really nice mayor who everyone seems to love. Uh, there's a an annoying detective who hangs out with the mayor. Uh, and then, um, yeah, it's like the rest of it is like, um, the rest of it is basically like introducing these characters. So we have the the kid, the mayor, the mayor's detective, uh, uh, the 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 sort of cafe worker who uh, is, is iterative of the of the person on the ship. Um, a, a woman who is a little older, she's a widow, yeah, and widow. Uh, a uh, a train conductor, basically. So the train conductor also becomes a character. And don't forget, the medicine seller is there as well. <laughs> I also love oh. when you see the medicine seller for the first time. He's on the he's on the platform at the station, like apparently talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. Except he's just sitting there and just like moving his mouth towards a whole sea of mannequins it's so yeah it's so cool it's so, like off-putting I, and weird yeah um i like that they call that uh kayo calls him the sandwich board man yeah. is really good because like yeah he's still dressed the same yeah his um, answer is like i have to i have to dress this way in order to sell medicine now yeah it's like i need a gimmick in this modern world you know how it is very good uh, also trevor last time we, uh, we were talking about how you found it like really funny um like the way that the uh, medicine seller just like inserts themselves in the scenarios where he was so the like when they're on the train realizing they're in hell um it is just the solitary train car <laughs> and like they've established this and then he just walks in through another train car and as soon as he walks in the train car disappears again it's so funny it's, <laughs> it's so great good. oh my god like what a, yeah. no and then there was a there was a moment where he's like observing everything and someone just goes like what what are you doing fix something why, why are you just observing things it's like I am yeah, gonna have a good time. I guess I guess I'd be bad too, but he's just figuring it out. Um yeah. yeah, and so so in this first episode, basically we get we get the the medicine seller's there, he's on another car, but we're what happens is at a certain point in the travel of this uh the the, the maiden voyage of the subway, um a uh the, the 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 conductor sees a woman in the middle of the of the tracks, freaks out, slams on the brakes. Everyone goes flying. All the mannequins are on the floor. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, all, all of the all yeah. of the passengers in the train are are mannequins that are all just piled up and fallen all over each other, which is great. Yeah, it's just a great. Yeah, really funny. Um, a lot of over cranking on the camera as well. The frame rate going crazy. Yep. There's a lot of there's a lot of like very quick cuts away from things too, where like the the kind of standard horror thing of like here's a face, there's a face, this is a face, here's another thing. Um, yeah, very good in this arc. I, I'm oh, not I also like that because it's like the grand opening of this railroad 
At the beginning, you just see a crowd of people waving flags, except it's not even animated other than just waving flags. It's just flags. Yeah, exactly. And there are almost like very few frames of animation just kind of shaking back and forth. And then that motif just shows up in weird ways throughout. You just see like kind of in the background things moving like that, that just echo that waving flag. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, weird. It's so great. good. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, having, you know, watched this show multiple times now, uh, it is so funny the amount of times they just foreground Moria's face looking, you know, very distressed, like, oh, yeah, no, it is the classic mystery thing of once you know um, who who did the murder, how yeah. like obvious. Mr. It'll be Police pretty Man, clear they, at that point. Mr. Medicine yeah. Seller, they did give you all the clues. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did. And, and like the. I think the um I don't know like I think the 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 bit about um Moria is good because it also does the classic mystery thing of him being your first likable person where it's like, oh, this guy cared about the girl who died. All these other people are jerks. I, I, I don't I don't know. I never that first well, interaction he has with Kaya anyway. is not exactly uh great. But <laughs> um, um but no, I mean he he yeah, he um all the all the people, Moria being the the one I forgot to mention, the um, newspaper writer. He's also in the train. Um, after the, he, he's the one who starts off as a mannequin until uh, correct Gio, until Chio asks yeah. him for directions. Yeah, Chio, sorry. Yeah. Um, but like the the thing that happens once the train crashes is that we all of a sudden get um one train. It's just one train, and everyone who we've met is on it. Basically, you know, everyone the show has told us is important is on the train and we're we're left to kind of like figure out why as are they they're like okay why are we stuck here i don't know you we don't know anyone here um doesn't look like we can get out uh the mayor tries to get out and falls out of the train he's ostensibly dead um it's a it's a whole trapped situation the 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 conductor's freaking out everyone else is freaking out it's wild um and then that is that is what kind of sets the stage for uh set the stage for like the uh the rest of the the thing. Yeah. Yeah. A real a real locked car mystery, am I <laughs> am I right? But You're I know, absolutely like, as, right. Okay. Yeah, as Vegan was talking about like the, the murder happened a very long time ago and the body isn't present. Like it's it's interesting because it's not like yeah, it's not the usual way of we as the audience don't even see the murder and we're not trying to like forensically put together what happened as right. much as like. Yeah, yeah you know, there's something solely the piecing the story because oh, like even uh, like messing on himself like, listen, I, I once I know all y'all stories, it's going to be sorted out. I don't need any of this other shit. Um, right. Yeah. I, I think like what's what's also interesting about that is like there is a. um there's a quality to the the investigation that pushes back against a lot of what has become very popular in especially American crime fiction, which is like forensics and figuring out the DNA and stuff. This is like very yeah. much a it's almost like an ontological mystery where it's Absolutely. like, OK, like first off, we have it. to figure out that the death wasn't a death in the way that you described it. And then we have to figure out like the actual sort of actions and steps um, that, that get us there. It's just like super interesting, like the way that it pushes back against the idea of ever needing evidence to do this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, but no, it is that thing that you know, Dina was talking about how, like, you know, in all these other arcs, uh, it has kind of felt like, you know, in one solitary room, but especially when the police officer is like trying to leave the car and then it gets sucked into the fucking uh, <laughs> a dimension from the end of a cult. Um, like, this is the most like, oh, we're explicitly like referencing like you are stuck in this one room. Um, right. Right. It right. Is, it's, it's, it's very cool in that way. Um, but yeah, uh, what what do we, what do we want to talk about, guys? Yeah, so it it basically, as it goes on, you come to understand that everybody in the car is connected in some way to the woman that you see in the opening scene falling onto the tracks and dying. Well, actually, what's really cool, what I really like about that is that first, it's wait, why do all these people recognize like know who the cop is? Um, yeah. Everyone except for the little boy Masao, and then it is through like Masao have like, I, you know, his face becomes purple because he's you know suffocating on the truth or whatever. Realize like, oh, it's not the cop that ties them all together. It is the dead woman. Yeah. Right. Um, right. It's like it, it's great because like the I think the the thing we expect as an audience is like this, this, like, I think this definitely plays with expectations a lot as we've been talking about like that expectation of the locked room, the expectation of the strangers on a train. Um, but like, it definitely um, keys into the expectation that like, okay, we're all going to find out that everyone had kind of like some relationship with the, with the deceased or some, like some, some connection to each other that they're lying about or something. And, and it really un- ends up being like sins of omission, like sins of like, not recognizing connections or, or ignoring connections. It's not, it's almost like nothing even remotely uh, outside of the obvious, uh, the one who killed, like there's nothing, there's nothing like remotely um, intentional about any of this. It truly is just like, Oh yeah. Like you didn't notice this kid cause he was delivering milk at the same yeah. time that you were with your lover, but he was there. It's like, God, that's such a, such a loose connection, but I, it makes sense in the world of the Mononoke. So, so the the main plot then is there was a young female journal journalist named uh, Setsuko Ichikawa Setsuko, I guess. I yeah, yeah. that up, and she was looking into some uh, corruption at City Hall, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and to put this firmly in like the nineteen twenties, she's like a sort of nineteen twenties modern girl, like a moga. Like He's a, a flapper. Yeah, basically, she's like the Japanese version of yeah, yeah, it's like, at this point, knowing enough about Japanese that you just hear them say Moga, it's like, ha, ah, that's good, that's good, I'm, that's a funny detail, thank you. <laughs> so um, she's, she's one of those modern girls who is independent and is working and dressing in Western fashion, specifically sort of like flapperish fashion, and uh, she's kind of like a little celebrity in her own right, especially to, like, Chio, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and a celebrity insofar as like for Chio, it's 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 an odd sort of celebrity where like it's not about um you know like oh I recognized her on the street or something. It's like I just want to be like her. Um uh, it it's like that aspirational sort of thing of being like, yeah, like she has the life I wish I had. I want to be like I want to yeah, be someone. It, it, it's it starts off as the oh, it's so cool that she's doing this, and then as it quickly is like, uh oh, you got you wanna be this uh, oh, okay, this is a bit darker. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, so she she has she has apparently um, committed suicide. That's the the woman we saw falling off the tracks before, and so everyone's like, "Well, this lady just committed suicide. Why is she taking it out on us?" Which is, um, I mean, I get why they asked, but 
kind of harsh. Like, (laughs) come on, come on, gang. Have a have a little bit of sympathy. Yeah, be be empaths. We're empaths here, right, Trevor? Oh, well, I you know how much I'm feeling your pain right now. So absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So the general setup then is all of them are. Moria is uh, her, her her superior at the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, like it sort of seems like he's he's I mean, sort of a colleague and sort of a boss. I mean, he is. It's, I, like it's the very obvious thing of like he is a man and she is a woman at the newspaper. Yeah, so right. he obviously has the you know the sure. And so like everybody, everybody else is connected around her such as the little boy is the one who who saw her die you know and the widow was the one who heard her cry out when she died and what was what was chio's connection she, uh, she, she lied gave testimony yeah. to the police about her yeah because yeah. she wanted to be in the newspaper so she was like oh she was a regular here all the time <laughs> yeah that's what really, it was that's a small scale once. yeah that's right. sweet that's very human that's very real yeah, well, yeah yeah i think the the child the woman and shio have like extremely human reactions yeah. to this where it's just like someone wants to be famous or you don't want to like get yourself in trouble or like this you know like you just ignored something on the street um it is like it is very much like oh yeah i, I understand like that's just what happens and then the 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 conductor of the train was the one who was driving when she fell on the tracks. Right. And I guess like blames he himself. Fought, he blames himself. Or like, yeah. I guess steadfastly does not blame himself. Right. Like <laughs> tries, tries to be like, it's not my fault. It's I told you I didn't well, yeah, know. Like he, like he, yeah, he says like, I, I forgot about it quickly actually. Um, which is like, which is why I thought it was really cool when like the ice. Well, it's really cool to watch this child scratch their eyes out. But I thought that was like a very striking thing of like, no, you can't unsee this. I'm gonna like your yeah. eyelids are going to get cro- like, yeah. Well, they um, do that. So like as as the as the people start telling their stories to the to the medicine seller who hops on the train, either at the end of the first episode or the beginning of the second uh, and end of the first. Yeah. OK. Yeah. With um, his huge box and scales. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. It's really cool. I'm glad that he showed up. He. Hello, King. It would have been uh, really weird if he hadn't. But, yeah, he's just he's just know. on the other train. He's like, I guess that really was a Mononoke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's but, what the movie's going to be like. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, you know, get you too excited there, Trevor. Oh, sorry. I'm extremely excited. Um, but the um, he he kind of like he shows up and he's basically like, okay, look, it's a Mononoke. We have to know its form, its truth, and its regret. Uh, although it doesn't even give that much of a, a he doesn't give as much of a, a, a speech as before, but he basically says, like, we need the truth. So everyone here knows each other. The Mononoke knows you. So why don't we why don't we talk about it? Um, and as everyone starts revealing their truth, they begin getting affected by the Mononoke. Um, and what I liked about this was they're affected in ways that are sort of like symbolic in like a very sort of almost biblical way to what their sins are like Chu is her lips are torn up. That's oh, what she yeah. ends up scratching uh, because she yeah, spoke yeah. the, uh, you know, the, the, the boy has his um, eyes. To, he has to, he scratches his eyes out and it's like, okay, that's cause, you know, that's cause he, uh, <laughs> he, he, he uh, saw something, didn't say anything. And the woman's uh, ears are all scratched up. 
um, where and Moria's whole body Moria's is all scratched entire up. fucking body. He <laughs> just like keeps scratching every different things, which so again, the, looking back, is like, yeah, that the Mononoke yeah. is appearing in a as a Bakeneko as a sort of ghost cat. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, can you can you give us uh, Deegan, can you give us two history lessons? One of the Bakeneko and two. Do you know what the the painting in the train is a reference to? Or oh, I have no, no idea. That looks like a 1920s advertisement. You're talking about you talking about the one the one that looks like a weird Marc Chagall or like an early cubist one. Or yeah. The... Yeah. This is the one like in the train of the woman and the cat. It's like, OK, this is so obvious. It has to be something. But I yeah, don't know. I, I have I have no idea. But what I what I like about it goes you put a picture into into chat that looks like early cubism too yeah. that it goes into this super weird scribbly mode yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah oh that's that, a really cool yeah one. just yeah. at the when uh, when we were talking about like how cool it looks i just like you know at the beginning of the third episode as the medicine seller is laying off to more he's like listen man i know you did it everyone else is dead we're just waiting for you and then you just see this you know cubist like colorful monstrosity just of a nightmare yeah. yeah and like now it's your t- yeah it's so cool and i don't even know any classical buck and echo paint pictures or just of the of the uh, to, to mind i mean yeah oh oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i looked it up there's a bunch there's a very famous kuniyoshi one of course <laughs> Is, is there actually that much of a difference between, or uh, everyone can just skip ahead, but is there that much of a difference between a Bake Neko and a Nekomata? Do you know? A Nekomata is usually, Bake Neko is, is more ghost than I think Nekomata is probably something else that is, has transformed into it or is like a, is usually, Nekomata are usually women, right? <laughs> If I remember, I, I've got to be honest, not not my strongest uh, suit. With also, the, I think the Nekomata yeah, either has two or three tails. Usually, that's how you can tell that it's not a cat, and if it's a person uh, with two okay. or three cats. Okay. Mm. I mean, I think the thing about Bake Neko is is when they show up in in stories, they're usually their main thing is is they transform and change a lot, like. So this really moves away from that because there's not a lot of transforming and change. Yeah. Just kidding. No, there's a lot of it here. I, I was joking. I mean, there's a lot of people transforming <laughs> yeah. from living to dead. There's yeah. a lot. The cats Spot transform constantly. Yeah. God. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> what? what? But yeah, I mean, the bake in, in bake neko is like bake mono, which is an old word for monster, right? And right. bakeru is... is is uh, kanji that means change. It's a thing that can transform, huh. like uh, sort of like in old myths where things are changing shape and size and whatnot. But also, like, yeah, that is the kanji means change, and it's the same kanji and like makeup, like makeup you put on your face to mm-hmm. change. You know what I mean? Like keisho, like changing powder. Right. Yeah. So that's all I got. I don't have any good history lessons because I never read any of the. Uh, Kaidan about Bakineko all that much. They don't yeah. show up in high literature. <laughs> that's, that's I'm not saying right. that to be pretentious. Well, well, well. What, well. I, what, I read, what I had to read for school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but I, I, actually, another thing I wanted to, to bring up is 
the so like the you know the train crash or the like the the like collision with the the second woman like with all the mannequins go flying and puts them in the same room happens more than a third of the way through the first episode so the entire point before there is just this super slow burn like the most amount of like conversation the actual longest conversation you see is um the the um our man moria talking to the mayor and then the cop calling him a suck up like that's the longest thing for the first like third of that episode it's just like <laughs> what the fuck is going on here what like someone died in the beginning and now we're just at a subway opening i don't i don't get it it's so cool yeah um, it's also funny because like the mayor is kind of shown as a nice guy he really in does like he really seems like he he's seems like be a cool. kind-hearted nice gentleman. Yeah, yeah. It is the yeah, the the classic like well uh, and he's the first one to die, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like you just, you know, he vanishes, all that's left are his glasses. I'm sure that there is some sort of symbolism there that is more than just ah a mask or something that I'm just not picking up on, but no, it's it's real cool. Um it is cool how much he sucks yeah i like i like how when it's revealed uh, this is jumping ahead but when when it's revealed in the last episode like why like the ways he's bad like it, it, her her investigation is revealed essentially um like the 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 pictures that they're looking at he like he starts to like his face starts to change and become yeah. worse as as like you're sort of yeah. understanding the the gravity of like what is like the cover-up and everything that's going on he starts like grinning more horribly and i was like that's it's cool that they don't lean i guess like this kind of goes back to your point piss like it, they don't lean on that the glasses like it it really i think in a lot of shows that would be it right like you'd be yeah. like oh and then his glasses are back or they're not there like it, it that would be like the you know like we're watching breaking bad and figuring out what the color green means or something like that kind of answer well it's um, also funny yeah. so much of the of the images of the the monster of the bucket or whatever for most of there's a there's a kind of classical like showdown a little bit with a monstrous form but for the yeah. most part it's almost like visit like vis, visual illustrations of sound effects and stuff and mm. just kind of like strange like sketchy forms for a second you know like sometimes it's it's people's faces and memories and stuff take on a weird cat like smear or something for some reason yeah like, yeah totally the visual language is really amazing i i yeah um i think my favorite little like visual trick is that um throughout the first well primarily in the second episode actually you'll occasionally see like the eyes of the monster right before it pulls them into the have you yep. have either of you seen a cult uh, of course just, okay okay movie. no yeah so you, so you um okay and so I, I've, cult, for a while, it was very controversial. Everybody would repeat, oh, that movie's great, but the ending sucks, which is weird because now it seems like people say the opposite, which I'm happy about because I was yeah. like the ending. But if Trevor's never seen it, I'm not yeah. going to ruin so, it. Yeah, so, so Trevor, real quick, a uh, friend of the friend of, friend of Deegan, um, uh, Sean McTiernan, recorded a podcast episode about it uh, for hundreds of, I think the original Hundreds of Dead Bodies. Oh, okay, that was um, the one I didn't listen to. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, Shiraishi is the guy who did uh, Noroi, if you know that one. Oh, yeah, so, the, the curse. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to say the end of this 2009. That's okay, movie. go for it. But um, 
So it's a found footage movie, and the last scene is a 21-year time skip. You think, it's like, oh, this is like a, a, a kind of cool, solemn ending. And then a camera appears, and they look into it, and uh, everybody who died is in a, the fucking, like, worst hell, suffering, tortured by demons dimension, and they're all screaming it's real. And that's what uh, that's what the Bakaneko really reminds but me also, of. But also, it's this very weird... Kind of kaleidoscopy CGI, yeah. kind of cheap CGI that is not trying to look real. No, yes, very and much. There's something about the way it looks is very impactful for me when I first saw it. That to find out yeah. there was it's like, like a uh, a shared thing of like, yeah, it's funny how the ending of that is stupid. And I was like, oh shit, I, I liked it. But I thought that the yeah the 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 red shade was really cool to me, but you know, I guess I I guess I like good things. So <laughs> occult is on. YouTube is on YouTube for oh, free, and cool. so is I'll no check that out. Yeah, I would watch both of them because they are both yeah. less than than an hour and a half and amazing found footage horror movies. And yeah, like, I, yeah, Noroi's probably my favorite horror yeah, Noroi movie. Is, is, yeah. is, is, is a masterpiece, but Occult yeah. is is Occult's really, really cool because it's, it's re- also it's also. <sighs> I don't want to call it a comedy, no. <laughs> but one of the main characters who is a, the focus of it is a pathetic piece of shit who is kind of funny what a piece of shit he is that you're yeah. kind of that is funny following around. Yeah. I, yeah. Sure. Sh- she's got a good sense of humor. I'd yeah. say, um, I mean, you'd have, you'd have to, to make a fucking movie out of the hell girl anime folks. Oh, um, I, don't, I don't even, I don't even I don't know the Shiraishi movie, and I don't even know the anime. <laughs> uh, you're, yeah, you're doing fine then. You're doing fine. Um, but I, for a second, uh, I thought you meant Devil Man Lady. Was oh like, no, no, nothing, nothing but respect. This is the most uh, pro going guy podcast to exist. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm surprised that you are you are speaking out against Devil Man no. Lady like this. This uh, is so I got one you. of my friends to get the Devil Lady Blu-ray recently. Nice. The power of just repeating it over and over in a voice call until I was like, "All right, I did it. I get free shipping now." Um, but but anyway, speaking of Devil Lady, Spake Neko, folks, am I am I am I right? Well, yeah. I mean, so so we basically, I think, I've basically kind of outlined it again. Well, we don't this get, show is no, really. We didn't do the last well, episode wait, oh, where the where the yeah, woman yeah, appears. So we've done the first two episodes, and I remember what I originally why I brought up a call. But I really like in the second episode, you'll you'll see these two like yellow with a pale purple or pink uh, like outline to like you know be the eyes. And then um, at the start of the third episode, you see when Moria is like walking through the train, you see that he has those eyes now. I yeah. Just, I, 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 that yeah. made me really happy. It's like, that oh, was I, so cool. I, I see what's going on here. He's being punished in hell. Um, it was just it's just funny because I, I said this like the last two episodes already, but it's funny that so much of what happens in the show. Is visual. Sort of not literal drama so much yeah. of it is is setting up feelings based on on uh and sometimes rep- repetitive like patterns and shapes and sort of like characters flashbacks that to like give a point by point rundown on what happens is kind of difficult you know what i mean for sure and i think like the the only reason that this one has any of that is because like you get at the end the kind of blow by blow of what happened to this woman in her final days, right? Like, 
you do yeah. get you do get the fact that like okay she shows up on the train as her own kind of ghost with the bakaneko and we find out okay she had the story she was told by moroi that um no that's not his name moria moria because i was thinking of noroi um it was told by moria as a real moroi over here oh boy (laughs) um but he was told by yeah he was told by uh moria like hey look like you um uh or she was told by moria like you have uh you have this uh this, this this story like find some find some sources and she does she finds some sources and he's like i was just being a hard ass like you you're really good at this not and like I believe in women and I, I think they're good. Um, she goes, this is, this is such good news for me. Um, he goes, okay, let's talk about this at a place like a, a, a place where no one else is. Um, and, uh, and they do. And he, he basically, the, the long, the long and short of it is he basically sets her up. Like he, he kind of sets her up to just uh, have no one know where she is or, or what she's working on. Um, he meets her well, in the middle of the night like and burns her story it, up. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it seems like because she's got this 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 important story, he's setting her up to have a place where both nobody will know she's doing it and she can also focus on it. So he like rents her a room right. kind of to yeah. work on it. We got to do this fast. Um, but but his his other reason for doing that is while she's gone, he goes and checks in with the mayor whose corruption is the story that she's covering and, and basically sells her out. Right. Exactly. Money. Well, yeah. And he's working for the mayor is like, as, as yeah. she's, she's like, Oh God, you're working for the mayor. And he goes, yeah, because I don't know why you didn't pick up on that, which I mean, yeah, like a, is a very common, like, you know, jerk thing to say in, in these kinds of instances, but basically he's just the, like, yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the sex, the, this man's sexism, uh, well-documented throughout this, uh, the, his reveal, even writing, yeah, writing being himself his, is, is yeah. scoffing at this man. Like women, women are worth so much more. He says, yes. So yeah. And then he's, he, he kills her because she says, I like, I, I kept the proof somewhere else, idiot. Like you might have burned the story. Yeah. Um, and well, so he pushes our yeah. And th- and then to bring it back to the boogie pop, uh, the phallic imagery. Uh, you know, he throws her on the ground, which causes you know her shirt to be unbuttoned, and then has he's holding her like over the uh, like the train tracks. It very much looks like ah, you know, this. The, I mean, it looks like he's just you know fucking her missionary style, yes. right? It's very obvious. And it's just like, yep, this. <laughs> It's just a very subtle man's domination over women uh, right yeah. here, right now. Um, but yeah, um, I think the inter- the interesting thing about that too is it's like a um, there's this uh, there's this element to it where when she's writing the story, um, you see her writing in like essentially lined paper, um, mm-hmm. and it spells out not the story she's writing, but the story of the people who sort of like orbit around her. Um, yeah, the, it's the, it's the widow, right? Well, the widow and then, um, and then the, the cafe worker. Um, Oh, you're right. Yes, it is both of them. And the kid too, I think like it's, it, like with the cafe worker, you see like, Oh, she's just like, she's basically at this bar that, uh, Moria had taken the, uh, the, the writer to before. And yeah, like, she's like a hostess at a hostess club. Yeah, and she's like, right, "Oh, yeah. will you like, will you help me become famous? I really want to be a singer." Um, yeah. And then, like, you know, you see with the with the widow, she's like, "This is the only place that like I can feel good. Like, this woman just wants me to take care of her and like, y- yeah, ruin yeah. my so life." The, 
Yeah, the widow um, lives with her mother-in-law um, and, uh, you know, very much does not want to be set. The funniest exchange in this whole thing um, is just like, would you ra have rather me like stayed celibate for the rest of my life because my husband died? And Kyle's like, yeah, like you probably should. And the woman's just like, who the fuck are you to talk to? Like, <laughs> you're, Very you just want to be a you just want to be a celebrity. Fuck off. So her story. Yeah, her her husband died and she's basically now just a servant to her mother in law for life. That's right. The situation she's in. And she was with her lover who. Lover might not really even be taking care of her. <laughs> yeah. Well. He, it, does, it seems he, like he's, he's just, just a mannequin, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't a, ever emote or do anything. No. But it just seems like, you know, she wants out of the situation she's in and she's looking for love. And she's with him when she hears the scream of Setsuko being killed. So it's she can't really go to the authorities because she would out herself as a, yeah. as to where she was, you know? Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's It's like... It's just a lot of tragedies, basically. Like there, there's there's a number of like very small tragedies all linked around this one very big tragedy. And I think like you know the, the, there are a number of ensemble pieces. Well, it's funny because all of the tragedies are small personal tragedies, and at the center of it is a crime. You know well, what I mean? Well, yeah, and so, that's what I was gonna say. Like there's there's yeah. a lot of like ensemble film, uh, particularly in like an American tradition. And I'm thinking here of like my least favorite version of this, which is Crash. Um, which, <laughs> always thinking of crash. God, fuck shit. <laughs> hate crash so much. Um, I hate, I hate, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I hate Academy award winning crash. I have uh, really no feelings one way or the other about the, uh, the other crash, which I haven't seen. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've read the book. I, I did teach the book. I'm sure I've talked about that Ooh. on the podcast. One of my yeah, most yeah. awkward possible experiences teaching that book to a bunch of like 19 year olds being like, can you read the part about the anal mucus allowed? I promise <laughs> it's important. Um, yeah, it's just funny because God, this weekend I saw the new, the new Cronenberg. We don't oh, have to crime, talk about crimes it. of the future. Oh God, yeah, Dean's a big hater. Oh yeah, yeah man. Oh. I'm sorry, I thought it was very bad. <laughs> I've actually heard that even from Cronenberg heads that it's not like all that good. Oh seriously, all of my friends were so fucking like they were like politically boosterizing it to the point where I was like, Oh shit, I got to see this. Yeah. I um, heard people say it was disappointing, but um, yeah, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't good. seen it yet. Um, listen, the thing, the thing with me is I like, let um, me tell you about dragon ball, super superhero. That shit rules. That looks um, so good. Wait, Cronenberg directed that. No, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no, unfortunately, <laughs> Cronenberg uh, he, could never he was busy elsewhere. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wasn't. He, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't real enough. Uh, I do it like video drama. real. Um, yeah, he, he he listen. He had he had no not nearly enough swag. Um, oh yeah, yeah. But no, I like I like video drama. That's about that's about all, that's about where I begin and end with Cronenberg. I think he's an interesting director, but I, I'm, it doesn't surprise me to hear that it wasn't great. But um, no, like it. I think like. Uh, so what? Why I brought up Crash um, is that movie is a series of you know small personal tragedies that add up to uh, a big tragedy, and the big tragedy is like, well, I mean, the big tragedy ultimately doesn't even happen because of like I guess God or divine intervention or something. It, it was but, funny that that was the reason why I was saying it's not moralistic and there's very human yeah. realities to like Chio and the widow and the kid and whatnot. Because the the thing that Crash and that kind of shit would does is like 
in a way, aren't we all criminals? Did we exactly. all do this? Yeah. And half the time it's like, no, motherfucker, I did not. There was, like, yeah, there was a criminal involved in this. It was the guy who murdered her. Uh, and, and Yeah, yeah. I'm well, not- my whole life as a kid, I heard what an important book Crime and Punishment was, right? Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I like. Crime you heard, and punishment. You heard about this book, Trevor? Oh, uh, I like you crime and punishment. Don't do this to me. I'm just saying the fact that it ends when it with it's like, well, here's a girl who sold her body for money and a murderer, and aren't they all both the same? Okay, yeah. What I if mean, they sit on a bed with the Bible, and it's like a girl who was supporting her family because they were put in this impossible situation, so she was sleeping with dudes for money, and a guy who just killed somebody to kill somebody. Like, no, trust me, like. I'm going to reread that because I of think the Bible Dosto- aside or not, like I think Dostoevsky was probably getting at what you're getting at there. That seems like more of his, it's like a Tolstoy. Yeah. That dude, that dude definitely would say that, but Dostoevsky doesn't, isn't usually that moralistic. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to reread it. Trust me. That's how that's, that's the, when did you last, when did you last book? read it? And I was like, yo, the czar should have killed you, man. When, when, <laughs> when did you last read it? Uh, a long time ago, decades yeah. ago. Okay, me too, decades. So we're gonna we're <laughs> we're gonna have to All right. So what I'm hearing is that while I'm on my, you know, busy grind, we have found the Yeah, we're gonna the we're gonna re- episode. We're gonna reread yeah. private punishment. A jaunty reread. No, I'm just saying I just thought it was funny just like anything, just like oh, your yeah. whole life. You hear the shorthand of like here's an important thing about morality and the truth and human nature, and then you read it and you're like, What the fuck? Like, yeah, no, I, I understand. Like and I, I think so. like you know, the, the, I mean, like it, in all fairness, like I, I, I get it. And I think like the, you know, I don't think you get it, Trevor. Oh, well, I, I had, I had to, I had to read it for school again. So like, <laughs> you have to read it for school. They should never make you, oh God. Okay. Well, anyway, um, crime and punishment notwithstanding, I think like, I think the, the point about, yeah, like the idea of like, okay, like this is important because it's important, um, is, is like very much at the core of like why movies like crash don't work. And another reason of course, is like it, it, le- it levels everyone's actions out into one thing. And in, in the case of this movie, like, or sorry, in the case of this arc, um, the actions aren't leveled out. We're given like, it, everything is ambiguous. It's like, you know, the medicine seller is not going to tell you like, are these people good or are these people bad? But also it's like the, the show itself is like, well, there's one person who is explicitly bad. Yeah. I mean, I had two people really, but like particularly Moria is very bad. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, fair point. The mayor also sucks. The mayor yeah. does, however. But yeah, also, for- like the cop who's like the mayor's muscle also sucks, but he's not a murderer like Moria is. Like, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's 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 not nearly as bad. Uh, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think like I think the um you know the the element here about like okay you know are we are we willing to say who the, who the villain is here? This show is definitely willing to say who the villain is. And I appreciate oh, that. Yeah. It does in pretty much every arc. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, especially here though, where and it's, it's also, like a straight, the strangers on the train thing is prime for being like, in the end, we all were guilty. Um, yeah. Which is why I like the Poirot thing because it takes the, I, I like Orient Express because it takes the, in the end, we all were guilty and makes it like literal where it's like, no, no, we all we all had a hand in killing this man. Like that was that was the plan. Like we, you can't prosecute all of us, idiot. Um, and, and he can't. But uh, but in this case, yeah, there's like one person who did it, and uh, and like even on one of these like you know, uh, you know, ensemble pieces of mystery, we still get a, a culprit, which I think is is I don't know, it's encouraging, especially yeah, in like what it, what also, an ontological then, mystery. 
The new ARC, like, I think the culprit was the Mononoke itself, which is rare for this. this is the, that's the only arc in this show where the monster is actually the monster. Right. Mm-hmm. All, of, all of the guys had kind of a sin of wanting to... I guess the, the samurai killed somebody, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like... But it, that's the only one where it, it doesn't have, like, a... It's not the human... Most of these have a thing where the Mononoke is kind of a thing that comes out of out of human experience, drama, and evil or good, right? Yeah, yeah. So the Nui is the only one where the monster is actually really the monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah I like that um, especially here because like we'll we'll talk about the actual exorcism and stuff because whole, they look so cool. It's neat. But yeah, like, it's cool. amazing. It's it's a thing of like you then see the medicine stellar like standing over a little like homemade like you know shrine to the to you know her and like that Moria is still like he's like oh it was just a dream and then it's like oh time is going backwards <laughs> fuck no I I am still in hell and it's like you know what. It's probably good that you suffer. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was that, that was very rewarding. I don't usually yeah. like I don't usually get down with like, oh, I, I get I get to have like revenge against this guy kind of things in shows. But that was pretty great. Pretty- you got to read uh, Full Metal Damon Mur- Muramasa. You'll understand then. Oh, You'll yeah. No, understand. it's all about it's all about I forget what Muramasa is about now. The law of balance. You Thank fucking you. Piece of shit. No, sorry. I, I was going to say chaos. And I was like, that's not right. No, that's that's the Jack game. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, the, I don't really know. I don't really know much about any of this. <laughs> Deegan, I'll, I'll, I'll change. It's a it's a visual novel. It'll change your life. It's changed Piss's life. Now they don't I, make those for my computer. I can't play any of them. I think I think uh, I bet Muramasa has a Mac. I would right? be shocked if Muramasa uh, doesn't have a Mac. <laughs> Listeners, please reach out to right Deegan um, <laughs> at Drill. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to be actually, there. oh, no, it is only for PC. I'm very I'm, sad. I'm telling you, all of the visual novel things that people are like, you have to play this, it will change your life. It's like, yes, yeah, for Windows, you could, I'm just like, okay. I mean, I, what I'm hearing is that you got to fucking get a Chromebook, brother. Eh? Okay. Now I'm just going to get a gaming PC that'll cost hundreds of thousands of dollars and, and take forever because of supply chain shit and then just nah, play visual better. novels it's, on it. It's getting better. It's getting better. There's never been a better time. Frankly, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta. I'm going to become a streamer who just reads visual novels and it's just like, whoa. I those, was going to do that and then, and then Piss told me that if you do that, you have to do voices. Yeah, people expect you to read them all out loud, um, which I find off-putting. But I mean, I guess if you're watching a streamer, you probably want to hear their voice, right? I um, mean, and and like I I could read it out loud, but when you mention it, they they do voices. That was when I was like, okay, this is like this is just not gonna this will never fly unless I can get like twelve people on one stream and they do all the voices. Yeah, like, I mean, that sounds like a good plan right there. That would be Spe- sweet. Yeah, at that point, point you might as well write your own play. Like, why, why, not, why not just write a play if you're going to do that? Well, you make a good point. S- stage a play on stream. Yeah, Trevor becomes the new Germa. I think that's the plan. God, no. <laughs> uh, I'll be well, honest, he does make a lot of money. What Germa is. I don't either. Um, <laughs> he, he played the Hatsune Miku game, so I watched that. And I'm like, yeah, Black Rock Shooter is still a fantastic song. And then uh, I, know, I know a lot of people who are in my social media situation who are younger than me, who are just like, can you believe this? And they put up a picture of a kind of sickly looking white man. And it's usually (laughs) from Boston, please. (laughs) Okay. He's still a sickly looking dude. 
So I'm just, I'm just trying to explain why he looks like that. <laughs> oh, it's not but, on yeah. purpose. It's because he's yeah. it's because he's from Boston. Uh, no, it's um. Listen, I I eventually one day I'll become German, and uh, that'll be when you all know that it's it's time to to see me go. Um, yeah. Okay. In any case, uh, yeah. No, I I think the I I, I think the like the. I don't know how to say it. Like, I think the, the way that um, the show itself, this arc itself kind of like structures itself and gives you denouement, but also like in the, in the, like the way that it, you know, gives you the epilogue as well, where like the three people run into each other and it's, they're like, Oh gosh, like we're all putting flowers on this woman's grave. Like, I guess it wasn't a dream kind of thing. It's like, it's, it's kind of a lovely little, like, um, last moment that gives some ambiguity to it. It is, I don't know, like it's, it's a, it's a nice end to the, to the show itself, but also a nice end to this arc. It's a, it's a, it's a really well done thing. Oh, but we skipped, we skipped the showdown. We skipped the, oh, uh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, wait, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotta, uh, piss, yeah please, don't please. worry. Yeah. We still got a lot of talk. So about sorry. Okay. Go for Trevor, it. Trevor, Trevor, Trevor's being silly. I'm being so silly. I'm sorry. Um, but um, but yeah, do you, yeah, Deegan, do you want to, do you want to talk about the eye filled showdown? No, I want you to talk about it. Uh, okay. So, you know, we, uh, you know, once, once medicine seller, well, once Moria has the full on, like, uh, you made me kill you. Like, all, you know, all that. And then, um, in a really, I mean, she's, she's like, she's died from that fall. Right. But getting her the monologue of like her pleading to the train, like, don't hit me. You have to notice me. Is this really like, you know, like, yeah, I mean, one, she's talking about the train, but you know, talk, you know, if more generally also like, oh, what the fuck? I'm going to die. Yeah. Um, but, um, once, once that all happens, um, we get, uh, you know, uh, continue to get the scale up. Uh, I, and a thing I think is actually really funny is in the continued the grandiosity of the exorcisms in this. We get the full, like, you know, we are the train car is, you know, fully in the occult dimension. You get a like endless amount of the cat eyes, you know, encompassing the whole thing. He, uh, the medicine seller flies through the air and starts slicing it. And then it cuts back to Moria in the car. It's just like, nope, you'd like at, at its highest point, we are, it's, we're back to being very restrained with how we present it. It's also funny because it feels like it's happening in, in different dimensions, different yeah. aspects of existence at the same time. So like one of the things that I really like about, about this whole series is the emotional reality of the characters is happening all at once, but it's also there's individual subjectivity to each of them. Mm-hmm. So like in the Umiabozu thing where they're all kind of seeing their worst fear, sometimes you see what their worst fear is. And then sometimes you just see them acting it out from the outside. Yeah. That, yeah. that sort of ability to show that like the character's emotions both build the shared reality they have, but also certain at certain times they're, each person is kind of doing their own thing is, is really amazing that they, they go through that in and out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially the stories that are so many of these stories, not just in this arc, but throughout the the whole series is like, are told from different characters points of view. And the, the actual like motifs and the point of view, literally as how, how things look change in a really interesting way. Mm. 
there's when when Setsuko is is like on the case and is like the is like the the modern intrepid reporter who's finding out the truth. There's something hopeful about it. There's even something hopeful about her when she's in the inn writing her writing up her article. But yeah, then you yeah. see it from Moria's point of view, and it's like, no, it's a trap. <laughs> like that those are her last moments. Yes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, one hundred percent. And the way they frame the fact that that it, so much of what happens is is slow and impressionistic gives you it attempts to and I think succeeds at showing you sort of the emotional reality of the different characters in the same way that the little kid, the milk delivery boy's story is very simple and very strange. He's a kid. He's running around and he's, he's, you know, a good time. Yeah. He's a kid. And so it's like, he's traumatized, but in a way that's not even, he's traumatized in the way that he's thinking about his job and his responsibilities very seriously in a way that a kid would think about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, I think, I think, with that, and then also in terms of like the 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 denouement and the like, oh, do you want to see this cool thing happen where where he exercises the demon? Like the, the that last thing at the very end where he is slashing, right? Like it's a yeah, it's a quick slash, like right. It like it, it's so truncated, um, and like you know the that one thing of like you know what does the exorcism look like is like the one thing that the show can't fully depict. Like you can't explain it, can't depict it because it isn't even from the medicine seller standpoint uh, viewpoint. Yeah, that it's point. also from some sort of like, medicine seller when he's exercising things, he becomes somebody else. Right, too. right. He, he kind of splits into two different individuals and becomes sort of like person with flowing golden hair. <laughs> yeah, his, <laughs> but his I mean, like literally golden, not like yeah. blonde. <laughs> his his you know super saiyan form. It's it's real cool. You no, know, it's yeah. great. Like I, I think like yeah. So so taking taking like analysis hat off for a second it looks great and i love it and i love watching yeah. it and i love all the cards flying out and how they yeah, all connect the flowers, together flowers yeah it's all like let's be let's be clear this shit rules yeah it's <laughs> so good to watch like yeah just like all the two cats paws trying to crush the train but all the papers are there and it's just like oh god this rules um but yeah i think like i think it is it is like this distinction between um the exorcist and the, and the medicine seller, we never meet the exorcist. So we can't see things from their perspective. It's, it's like truly just, you know, not something we get. And I, I know the final shot of this whole, of this whole arc of this series is kind of corny, but I also love it. Oh yeah. The Come medicine on, yeah. seller talking directly to you, the audience. It rules. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no just a, real like, critique. Yeah. The stories will always continue. Like, yeah, they will. That's so true, dude. Awesome. Thanks, Rocks, buddy. Yeah. Oh, it's super cool. Um, yeah, loved it. Yeah, man. Recommended. <laughs> Show good. Um, yeah. What do we have? Anything else we we want to we want to be saying here? No, I think uh, that that's mostly what I wanted to say. I I think uh, I think this is one everyone should go ahead and watch. I uh, I had someone comment. Are you telling me there's a show that's not Princess Mononoke called Mononoke and it's good? And I got to say yes on both counts. Um, yeah, you got, yeah, you got you got to you got to join the legions of you got to become the latest person to say that, Trevor. Yeah, it's such a hard thing to tell people. It's like you always have to be like, yeah, watch Mononoke, and people are like, oh, I love that one, the uh, Studio Ghibli, and you're like, no, this is a TV show. It just has the same word in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's Mononoke is just a you know 
a, a vengeful spirit thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so true. We gotta do uh we gotta do the marathon. Yeah, Marathon Boogie, Boogie Pop. Pop Phantom. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. for that. That's gonna be that's oh, gonna be wait, really exciting. Uh, I, uh, we do well, yeah. So the the next choice, the next uh, show that Trevor and I will be doing is, of course, um, Rakugo the season second two. season yeah, of yeah. Rakugo. But hold on, I, I forgot to pull up the document. Mm. Hold on, hold on. Go to docs. Was really but hoping to, this would not happen. No, this, tra- Trevor, the, the wheels do not. This was fall. so. This, this was so this cool the, when I did. The, is this the rating? Yeah, part yeah. Of the show? yeah. This was so I cool actually, when I didn't I have to go. Do this I need for to go re-add the Google account. Um, that I have this doc on because I don't, I oh. never use it. Please go ahead. I, yeah, I, uh, it was, this was really great when I was recording with Emily and I didn't have to do this because it was technically a different art, a different like arm of this. Where would, oh, Trevor, where would you rank? Women? Oh, sorry. It's been too long since I viewed it. I can't give it oh, a, that's fair. That, you know what? That's fair because you've watched other stuff. It would taint the, would, the yeah. ranking now. I mean, but, uh, easily somewhere yeah, Deegan, high. But, uh, Deegan, if you're looking for some other um, anime recommendations, the best anime of all time is the first season of Rakugo Shinjo. The second best is uh, uh, Katana, Katana Katari. The I've third best is uh, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Never seen uh, that. The fourth is the first season of Kaiji. The fifth is the second season of Kaiji. Never seen uh, either of those. The, the most average anime of all time is The Daily Lives of High School Boys. Uh, yeah, I've never seen that. Seventh, the uh, slightly below. We're like on the bad anime now, below average. Arya season one, eight is Kyosugiga. Nine is the first season of uh, Mob Psycho. Season, uh, yeah, the first season of Mob Psycho. Third worst anime of all time is Tatami Galaxy. The second worst anime of all time is Ping Pong. <laughs> and, so rough. And the worst anime of all time is Kids on the Slope. Deegan, I think you'd really like Ping Pong, even though Trevor thinks it sucks shit. Uh, is that the one that's based on the uh, Matsumoto one? Yeah, the Matsumoto manga. I I like the other one that's called Ping Pong. <laughs> the, tr- there is. Are you talking about Ping Pong Girls? Um, no, I'm talking about Soryuki Inachu Ping. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I mean, that, that one's great. Also, yes. I, I I don't really know the anime so much as the comic is really good. Yeah. It's called, no. it, for some reason, it was called Ping Pong Club in America when it. No, that that is that is a good one. Um, but again, Trevor, um, so where does rough. where does Mononoke rank in this? Uh, um, it, I think so. It's all right. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some more time, Deegan. I think you'd also really like Tatami Galaxy, especially since you're a fluent in in the Japanese. Oh yeah, really God, I, I watched that one, but I, I think I, last time I tried to watch that, I was like on drugs or something because I don't remember it. I remember liking the way it looked, but I never yeah, finished it. I mean, yeah, Ozu's great, but I, the uh, the main character he talks so fast and uses so much cool uh, slang and wordplay that obviously is not great when it's like, yeah, I can read these subtitles and it's it's cool, but. Uh, um, all right, I think I think I'm gonna put this. Um, oh God, uh, probably probably just below Katana Guitar and just above Mob Psycho. So third. All right, it's the third best anime of all time, folks. You heard it here first. I thought about second, but I, to, to me, it has to. Yeah, that that's it. That's all right. That's where yeah, it is. There's there's no love dynamic. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm um, learning about love dynamics. Yeah. Wait, what's love dynamic? Oh, just oh, like, like there's Katana Katari, you know, Shichika, and you know, there's a there's girl. a romance plot. Um, yeah, I'm learning Wait, that, to. Enjoy I think them. that's. I think I've seen that one. That's a that's the girl with the white hair and the yeah. dumb guy yeah, and the sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, 
My favorite thing about that show is they they hint at an upcoming crazy fight that's going to go yep. down. Yeah, and then <laughs> the, the next episode they're like, "Damn, that fight was crazy!" And oh, they don't that show was a, it. a great a great time to be on the internet is a month of people on forums being like, "Yo, this shit is so cool," and then coming out and be like, "Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? what, what? I mean, there's the sisters fucking these ninjas up, but like, sure, oh." Oh, awesome. <laughs> the end of, I remember the end of that being very sad. It was, and, yeah. yeah. Feeling right, kind of uncalled Gane. for in a way. And yeah. You, I mean, you, I, we've established that you hate women. Uh, much like Young Thug, you do hate girls experiencing pain. You yes. Uh, I'm glad you finished that sentence. I'm going to clip, I'm gonna clip it uh, so, that it's, <laughs> so that it says the other thing. Um, yeah. There's, no, like, there's, like Young Thug's most recent tweet. Um, what, damn, I hate it when a girl dies or that one? Uh, no, uh, have you ever uh, the the most recent Young Thug tweet, which will really date this podcast? Have you ever fucked a girl that was so wet and good that you slapped the back of her neck? Uh, tweeted <laughs> from from prison. <laughs> Damn, hey man. Um, I mean, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that he's still like still a sexual being in in prison. Yeah. good for him. He's you know he's he's you know men, some people as my friend put it, you're supposed to become Muslim in prison, but he's you know he's on his own journey. <laughs> He has um, he has very classic <laughs> tweets that, that have been erased a long time ago. That yeah, that's like. the classic. Yeah, you know, hate it when girls die, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I mean, and pardon my French, but he says, "No homo, we smoking penises." penises. Just, oh, I mean, that's, that, a that's, that's a good that's one. A, that's a yeah. that's in a song. Yeah, that's classic. But um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, speaking of classics, Trevor, you're, 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 I mean, you're calling Mononoke a classic. Deegan, would you call Mononoke a classic? In the Alex uh, Deegan to, canon. to me, and I kind of wish, I don't know. I, I think there was a short amount of time where, like, between Mononoke and Kaiba, which are two of my favorites, came out, and I was like, damn, it's a whole new world of anime. Everything isn't the same genre shit recombining forever. Like, people are actually pushing the aesthetics and the and the basic like medium to this amazing point yeah. and then you know not so much yeah like, <laughs> that, I was, think, that was just a strong moment that i love yeah very yeah much. We, we talked about it in the beginning but the fact that like toei was putting out like this uh control branco even kyosagiga to some extent i was like wow that's not what you would expect from the one piece and precure factor yeah um Bring it back. Yeah. Let that shit yeah. get weird again. Yeah. Let let artists make stuff. Not everything has to be the same, like be shoujo shit or like. Yeah, I mean, forget. hey, listen, Deegan, you should you should watch Shadows House. That if you want some weird shoujo <laughs> of you know what if a weird. I'm not even mad at it. I'm just saying, like, shit looks like it's being spit out by an AI no. to an extent. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm saying the, that, but but that new uh, Stone Ocean Part Two just came out. At least they're getting strange with the animation in that one. I, well, it is. I mean, yeah, like it, you know, listen, I can, I can. It's very easy for me to pull up cool, cool looking shit. But obviously, especially in the ever increasing amount of, yeah, we want to produce ten thousand shows a year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, rely on seventeen year olds in France to animate our our fight scenes. You know, <laughs> the standardization of look is sad. Yeah, but and you know, especially because of like Mononoke. I don't know. I don't even know how to articulate it, but. The way it's attempting to tell a story, the kind of story it's telling, and the fact that it's not using movie language, it's not using, no. it's it's using things that necessarily can only be animations, and it's yeah. using like 
pattern and repetition and vibe more than anything else is like really exciting. And there's kind of nothing like that, you know? Yeah. Maybe the, maybe the movie will be like that. Maybe it won't. (laughs) Maybe, maybe the movie still won't come out. Who can say I've I've been hoping that like maybe by the time this ends, we can talk more about the movie, but there's no news. There's no news. I mean, no news might be good news, question mark. Yeah, yeah, I mean, considering, considering the, uh, the way that we were hearing about it before, maybe that's the case. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look up Mononoke movie. It's going to uh, give me princess Mononoke. Oh, okay. Mononoke movie 2023. Yeah. The last stuff was still. uh, Yeah. That's the same thing we talked about the other day. Yeah. Oh, I like that 2023 date. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. There we are. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> but um, speaking of things that will still be going in 2023, <laughs> our podcast will be back. But yeah, I brought it up a few times. I'm I'm very busy for a bit. So yep, we're gonna take a small break while Piss is busy. Um, Barbara's gonna learn about themselves. Um, I'm, I think it's gonna be cool. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out with some some really good ideas about. Um, some some esoteric stuff no one wants me to talk about. Um, uh, wait, I, Trevor, I deeply want you to talk about. <laughs> I do too. Well, thank talk you. about whatever. Wow, thanks, guys. I will. I mean, if you, I'd be. I got a bunch of video game thoughts. If you wanted, if you need me on the main line, and then we can, we don't have to talk about this on the show. No, no. You can talk about that uh, Elden Ring two part art book that's going to cost like a hundred and thirty. I like that the art book has a fucking deluxe edition that costs one hundred and thirty five dollars. <laughs> It's so stupid. Yeah, I hate merchandise so much. It's all Deegan art, though. It's all his. It's all. Oh his yeah, game. actually, yeah. Deegan is. Um, so they are. You know, they are making that new armored core game, but it is. Uh, you know, Deegan's doing. Oh, dude! Someone would find me and fucking kill me if that was the it's case. The, it's the Martianor Library of Mecca. Um, Our armored core fans are uh, pretty brawly about that shit. I, th- I feel like if I was like, "Hey, I'm doing funny robots for it," somebody would stab me in my sleep. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I would, I would, you know, I would be like, listen, he's my friend, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> I'll do but... <laughs> Wesley Snipes. I don't know anything about them to be honest. Uh, they're they're cool, except when they they suck. But you know, more of them are cool than suck. So I feel like this isn't telling stories out of church, and maybe I've even talked about this on here. I doubt it, but uh, you know, Acebu, Acebu, the people who do the uh... yeah, 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 yeah. They their name AC comes from Armored Core because oh. they were just playing a lot of Armored Core at the time when they had to come up with a name. So they were like, I don't know, AC Boo, Hell and yes. that is such a combination of like nerdy and half-assed that feels so perfectly them. Like feels like like the, New York hip hop style like naming stuff. Like <laughs> I'm uh, I'm this thing I like. Yeah, I and it's just funny because also I've never played Armored Core. All right. Well, you do, so I mean, Deegan's gonna get way into Armored Core. You and Trevor. <laughs> yeah, Deegan, you have your homework. It. Yeah. Uh, Trevor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Deegan's gonna talk about Armored Core. Trevor's gonna talk about White Boy Swag. And the, you don't even want to see what Piss is gonna talk. This is. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like completely. Yeah. You Trevor, are you what are, are you playing anything right now? Are you playing Final Fantasy 14 again? They put new they put new stuff in that. Yeah, no, I'm definitely I'm definitely in my Final Fantasy 14 grind with a friend. Uh, we we t- typically play like twice a week, and when I hate my job and don't want to think about it, I'll I'll turn that on. Um, I'm gonna start uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake because uh, someone 
who is a, a friend and a, a patron wants me to uh looks good that person is me but oh, i did not suggest it no. <laughs> you didn't suggest it but Dude, you did say it's good DLC. Yeah, I mean, you you don't have a PS5. So I'll actually, you can play at the Eufy DLC on PC now. There you go. Um, I've heard that that's the way to go. That's also like I haven't I have been like trying. Well, anyway, this is more 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 than anyone cares to think about. Um, and I don't know other stuff. I've I've been I've been getting the urge to actually produce stuff that people care about about video games too. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's not crazy. just anime. So as someone pointed out uh, in a tweet, uh, no cartridge became a hardcore anime podcast. So gradually, I barely even noticed. Um, and that's what it's, that's what it's all about, folks. Well, I'd be down to do an Elden Ring moratorium at some point if you want, because I have, I have thoughts. Yeah. Deegan, what's the, what's the, what's the status of your Elden Ring, uh, like soul level two run? I stopped playing it. I was doing Sunbro people and just helping Sunbro shit and helping people beat bosses. But then I started playing soul hackers too. And yeah, I'm sorry to say it's, I want to love it. I love the character design and I like the characters, but the moment to moment play is so boring. See, it's a, it's a thing of I'm since I'm like so busy and I don't like wanna like my brain just kind of fried sitting being like, man, all the soul matrixes sure look the same, like the literal same, like they don't even change the color. They are the literal same and they are unconsciously long. Yeah, like it, but that, it's a same, thing like, of like that's kind of good for me right now. Yeah, like, I'm not having a good time. Hell I'm, yeah! I'm, can I really suggest this to like people that aren't like in deep? No, but man, I have four different kinds of Jack Frost in my party right now. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of was busy and burnt out and wanted something that I could like. Something that would be more engaging. I don't know. It's also yeah, uh, it's yeah, also it's not, really easy, and also you don't. Uh, yeah, no, for, it is. It is most it is. of the dungeons have like four enemies in them the whole time. That that I would say like the yeah, the lack of um, the lack of universe enemy variety is kind of is my biggest bummer with it. Mm. Um, yeah. That and my uh, longer term issue with the SMT games of once they made the physical attacks stop costing health and like cost like you know mana one i mean that's just less interesting but also n- not all, not making it easier to get the mana recharging drops when you are now spending even more mana it's like yeah. come on come on guy let me yeah that that one i also found myself just no like to just not even hard because you can warp around, but I was just leaving yeah. dungeons to recharge and come back. And with loading times, yeah, that would take I, I, 20 minutes to then just go walk oh, around. Oh, no, dude. So hours. the thing with the loading times, though, is if you turn off the thing that's like, oh, we'll show you helpful tints, it makes the loading times go to like one second. It's crazy. <laughs> what? It's crazy how much of the loading time is fake. <laughs> no, why oh, would that's they do really that? funny. That's hilarious. Game design, man. Um, it's also funny because I, I love the way it looks. I love the way the characters look. It's just yeah. something about the actual action of it is so fucking boring. Yeah, no, yeah like I, I, I like the characters. I thought I, I thought that I was gonna like not like Saizo, but it's like you know what, you're you've got you've got stuff going on that's cool. I like all of them, even yeah, the first yeah. guy who's just kind of generic. Yeah, Arrow, who's just kind of like a good bro, but he has his passionate thoughts about protein shakes. I'm like, awesome, <laughs> awesome. This is dude. Great. I haven't gotten there. You just spoiled it for me. Uh, I'm, I'm now sorry. you can put it down. <laughs> yeah that's the climax of the game actually. oh shit uh well thanks everyone for being here thank you deegan for being here let's have you back soon um yeah. 
Yeah. I'm down. Nice. Or whatever. All right. Well, enjoy your time off, everyone. Uh, make sure you're watching anything that you we covered. If you need to catch up on anything, this is the time. And only things we've covered. Uh, or, yeah. or Shadow or Shadow's House, because I only have two friends that are watching. Or it. Shadow of um, House. This is this is how you get in with piss. This is this is how it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just watch a couple episodes. I'll send an encrypted email. Um, yeah. Someone comes to your house, bag over your head, you're kidnapped, but then you come out somewhere cool. Uh, I mean, thematic to Shadow's house. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, 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 definitely catch up. Quiz, quiz when you come back is going to be brutal, but it'll be worth it. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see you then. Oh, wait, before I go, Deegan, where can people find your stuff? Oh, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, uh, consummate marketing. Yeah, this is why we get along. We're both just consummate marketers. Yeah. At A to got, the got that D grind on Twitter and my art is at a Deegan art one word. What's the website where I bought your books on? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like a very simple HTML, this white background. Secret I, acres. I, I think so. Hold on. Let's I'm go, I'm going to a to the D. Um, Oh, wait, it's not, you don't even have a... Okay, yeah, secretacres.com. Yeah, that's where the newest book is. Prince, yeah. But that book is already two years old. But yes, yes, that one's good. Books being um, two years yeah. old is actually like... That's not an old book. That's still pretty new. Yeah, please don't say that's old. <laughs> that's please. That makes my book... That makes me worry about what I'm doing. Yeah. Hey, man... I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to keep people's content churn going. That's fair. Yeah. There's not enough of it. People um, need more content. Yeah. Like I, I hit the. I hit the one year since I finished my. You know my my last degree, and it's like, if I wait more than two years, they stop relying. It's like it's like if you've been out of school for more than two years since you apply to this program, we need a lot more like work recommendations and stuff. So it's like. Oh God! Ooh, this is how they get you back in fast, isn't That's it? That's how they that get you back in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, um. But anyway, video games. Video games. What's up? Anime. More <laughs> when we get back, and we'll see you all then. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.